So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. What's up, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you're having an amazing day. And I am just coming off of an amazing weekend. I got a chance to finally speak at my church about deep clean and the work that I'm doing to help guys overcome porn addiction. Man, it was so much fun. And, uh, you know, I, I actually, I wasn't planning to share this story, but as we're recording now, I'm realizing I probably should share this. I, I have served at this church for about eight, nine years. And I had a couple gaps in there where I was elsewhere, but I would, I would say even when I was elsewhere, I was still heavily associated with the church and I would come back for events and was, you know, serving on their worship teams and that kind of thing. And I have been known within the community for, you know, being a good communicator and having that skill. And so I've spoken to the youth and I've spoken at camp and I've had some really fun opportunities to to share and whatever. But my my dream was always to speak on a Sunday morning. And when I was on staff for the last uh, five years, like 2017 to 2021, I was on staff. So I guess four years. I would regularly talk to the leaders and say, hey, I would love to speak here one day. Um, this wasn't like me saying, hey, I, I should be on the platform or I should be in the rotation. Um, you know, what are you guys doing? What's wrong with you? It was It was more just like, hey, I would love to do this one day. What is required for somebody to do that? And, you know, what are, are there things that I can do? I'm open to feedback. I just came in very humble and and really low, you know, and just wanted to learn and wanted to see if that was something I could do one day. And, um, <clears throat> excuse me, they, um, they, they gave me a bunch of things to do. They said, you know, we want to see that you'd be speaking at some of our seminars and some of the other, you know, programs and courses we run and that sort of thing. And so I did everything they told me, you know, and got feedback and everything else. And I just never got the chance to speak on a Sunday morning until uh, yesterday. I'm recording this on the Monday after. And, um, and it's, it's just funny how those things work. You know, sometimes you, you do everything that, that you're supposed to do and you should get a result or an outcome and then it doesn't happen. And, and then lo and behold, like a year later, suddenly those seeds are blooming, right? They were, they were there, they were growing and they should have come into full bloom in theory in the four years I was there, but they didn't. But then here we are less than a year later after I've quit and the opportunity presents itself. And so God works in amazing ways. We had an amazing time. If you follow me on social, you'll be seeing lots of snippets and pictures because I um, I went pretty hard on that stuff. I hired a photographer and the church has good production stuff. So um, so yeah, you can follow me on social if you want to see more of it. But it was really fun. And I'm just sharing that because I know some of you guys are in different seasons where it feels like you're sowing and you're sowing and you're not getting a return. Where's the harvest, God? Where is uh, the fruit? It will come. And it will come in due season. We just don't always get to decide when that season is. Now, today I'm answering a question. This is a question that comes up in our communities all the time, which is how do I respond to nighttime arousal? And uh, let's let's just clarify what this is. So uh, typically what happens to our clients when they are 
reducing the the amount what am i trying to say when they're reducing the frequency of watching porn and masturbating there are adjustments that the body begins to make if you can imagine that you watch porn and you masturbate every single day your body begins to adapt so it's going to start to produce more semen Um, it is going to start looking for opportunities to experience arousal so you might start uh, getting aroused and triggered by things that are not really that arousing or that triggering but your brain has become very um, reliant and ready for that ejaculation regularly. And so what happens when you start to reduce, so let's say instead of masturbating every day, now you reduce it to four times a week, which is is obviously very high, but relatively speaking, that's almost half the amount that you were before. What's going to happen is your, your brain is going to seek other opportunities to experience arousal. It's going to say, look, if you're not going to do this for me, then I will create other ways. It, it, it's a physiological thing. And so the, this is an important thing to recognize is I think sometimes when, when people try to quit porn and then you know they get all this arousal at night, they wake up with an erection in the middle of the night or in the morning, it's very easy to call this spiritual. It's an attack of the enemy. It's easy to make this something emotional or psychological where it's like, oh, you know, my, my brain just can't, I can't stop thinking about sex. You know, it's, I'm just, I'm a guy and my testosterone's high and this is just what we do. It's very easy to make it spiritual or psychological when in reality it is merely physiological. This is just your body. It has built a certain adaptation and it has become used to it and your body preserves its adaptations by nature that's its default it is going to try to preserve the adaptation until at some point there will be a breaking point where it says okay this preserving this adaptation is going to cost me more than creating the new one and that's when your brain starts to rewire so the first thing that that you really should be conscious of is if you're experiencing nighttime arousal understand this is part of the process This is actually the indicator or at least one indicator that your brain and your body are making adaptations in the right direction. But your brain will seek other avenues and other options first before it concedes and decides, okay, can that old adaptation, let's start a new one. So this is why some people do quit porn quickly because it's not just that they make a decision they're going to stop, it's because Every adaptation that their brain or body tries to make, sorry, let me say that differently. Every avenue that the brain and body seek to preserve the adaptation of ejaculating at whatever frequency might be the norm, weekly, daily, monthly, whatever. The reason that people can quit is because they recognize what is going on physiologically and they're able to push through. They have good coping mechanisms in those moments to, to dissipate the temptation and the arousal so they can carry on, and they're basically just consciously closing every single door that their brain or body may try to open. Now, that's quite rare. Usually, it takes a couple tries, and and sort of identifying your own patterns of where your brain and your body go to, you know, to try to still get the ejaculation when you're not providing it naturally. So, that's a very important thing to be aware of. Now, let's talk really quickly about some things you can do in the moment. Um, I actually just just finished uh, working on a little uh, a little pet project, talking about how to handle triggers 
And this is um, this has actually become really, really important because as much as we're about resolving the root issues and really tackling things at a much deeper level, the reality is you still need some, some tools to handle those moments. So I'm going to give you six things that you should probably do in order to help yourself in those moments where you are aroused. Maybe you're, it's in the morning, in, uh, sorry, or in the middle of the night. If it is in the middle of the night, I'm just going to be upfront. It, it's a bigger cost, okay? Now, the thing you have to remember is this is not going to last forever, but um, but these are things that you will have to do. And you again, this is where having a, a deep-seated why is really helpful, having a vision for what you're after. These are the things that are going to keep you anchored and motivated along the way when you may have to do some things that are just, you know, not not fun, not comfortable as you embark on recovery. Okay, this is how you handle these states. Number one, change your environment. So some examples would be going to a different room, shutting down your devices, turning the lights off or on, taking a walk, leaving the house. So you can see, if you can imagine, you're sleeping, you wake up with an erection, your brain starts to kind of head in that direction, and what you want to do is you want to change your environment as quickly as possible. Get out of bed. Get out. Get out of there. Go into another room, ideally an open room, like don't lock yourself in the bathroom or in your office. Go into the living room somewhere open. You could even go outside, uh, depending on how visible you might be to your neighbors, I suppose. But change the environment. That is going to do wonders for your brain. Your brain is going to um, start to pay attention to its surroundings. So the focus is going to shift. Um, and whatever it was that caused the arousal, whether it was a dream or, you know, again, it could have just been purely phys- physiological, whatever caused that is going to kind of fade to the back. Second, take five deep breaths. Okay, now this is this is like a deep belly, chest, rib cage, and lower back. All of those things should expand as you breathe in. And then you want to slowly control the exhale. So this is going to really get you back in control of your thoughts. Then you're going to want to engage the senses, okay? And what we do is we ask, we, we pose five questions that you can ask yourself in the moment. What are five things that I can see? What are four things that I can hear? Three things that I can feel or touch? What are two things that I can smell? And what's one thing that I can taste? And if you start to ask, your, ask yourself these questions, your focus is going gonna, is gonna to change. And what's so incredible about this, guys, is you have to remember that an erection is a physical or physiological response. And so when you engage the senses, you're actually starting to pay attention to other parts of your body. And so that's going to shift the attention and eventually the circulation to other body parts. So sometimes even when you're triggered, you can even just rub your fingers together. Even just doing that is going to be really good. It's not going to like really dramatically alter the circulation in your system necessarily, but it is going to just shift your attention a little bit. Enough enough to at least snap you out of those moments where you might be tempted to give in. Number 4, reach out to somebody. Okay, this is really important. It's better to confess a temptation than a mistake, right? So we want to make sure that we're reaching out. Call the person. Don't text them. Don't message them call them, call them, call them, call them. Uh, Really, really important, but that face-to-face interaction is going to go a long way. Number five, learn from the experience. So just ask yourself, are there things I can do in the future? Uh, You know, if you're getting aroused in the night a lot, just make sure that what you're doing before you fall asleep is not contributing to that. So, and again, like it may not be something obvious like watching porn, 
It might just be on social media, right? Where you see like mildly arousing content. Pay attention to your thought life. What are the your thought life? What are the things that you think about before you fall asleep? All of those things could be factoring in. You won't know until you start asking around a bit. And the last thing is reward yourself once you do combat the trigger. Okay. Now the key here is we want to reward ourselves in a healthy way. When when we hear reward ourselves, we often think of things that induce dopamine, right? Eating sugar, going to a movie, um, you know, watching, doing something thrilling or exciting, indulging whatever it might be, what we want to think is like, what's a healthy way? Like maybe it means you just get in front of a mirror and just just speak to yourself for a minute. Just say, hey, that was amazing. You did such a good job. You're so powerful. Sathya, did you, do you see what you just did? You have control over this, man. You can do it. This is how I talk to myself. This is like, I'm not conjuring things up. This is literally what I will do. Um, and it's obviously for different subject matter these days, but I still talk to myself all the time exactly like that. It might mean that you share a win with your recovery community if you're part of one or doing something recreational. Um, Now, at night, that's probably not going to be as realistic. But again, just going through that process of rewarding yourself, you don't have to reward yourself in the moment either. Uh, It could be something that you do later on in the day. Uh, If this, you know, happens in the middle of the night where you kind of get aroused and you walk yourself through it, you dissipate the moment, then, you know, maybe when you wake up in the morning, uh, you jump onto your uh, online community and you share there, do something recreational then. But finding healthy ways to reward yourself, very important for the rewiring process and take some time to do, but it really does go a long way. So I hope this helped you guys. I'm actually going to put a link in the show notes for a download of, it's just a one pager, but it has these six things that I think you'll get a lot of value from. And um, and so I'll put that link in there, my gift to you. That's just a little thank you for listening to the podcast. And uh, and I hope it helps. And this is um, this is really broader, guys. This is like, um, this is basically like how you can handle getting um, well, how you can handle being triggered or tempted or aroused, anything along those lines. If you apply what you learned here today and what's in this one pager, it'll go a long, long way. So links in the show notes. Thank you guys so much for listening. I wish you an incredible day. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. It's Sathya again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast and you wanna show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.